0: Recorded live. Good morning, good morning, and welcome to another fabulous week of Assembly Pray. This is Prophetess Ronda Hammond, and I say welcome to you all. Thank you for coming. What else was I going to say to the courtyard? I feel the courtyard. Thank you for joining us on this prayer line this morning. Maybe it is a courtyard, just a courtyard of praise. And Thanksgiving this morning, I am so, uh, if I can say, elated and happy and joyful. The joy of the Lord is my strength this morning. I got up out of bed and just talking to God and praying, and I just keep hearing him say, run, 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 almost like run, Rhonda, <laughs> amen. I think this week I've been thinking a lot about running, and the Lord is confirmed talking about running. We're going to run this morning. Run in the scripture, not through a scripture. Run in the scripture, and hopefully that you will get the same tenacity um, when we just talk about it a little bit. And think about your running. You may not be a runner. It takes a lot to run. Sometimes I run outside between the mailboxes, and I've ran in obstacle courses. And this week I've been thinking this is the time of the year when I'm usually out doing those obstacle courses. And um, I've been thinking about training. A lot this week. I've been thinking about training and what I need to do and what God is speaking to me to do. And um, Sequoia was talking to me about. she said, "Mom, this man on TV, and um, he did this this race and he did all this stuff." And I said, "Yes, we're talking about the Navy SEALs man, and I don't know what his name is, but um, he has a book, and we both watch his story at different times. I love how God does that because we're both we can both talk about those things, right? And so." I watched this story one day and just listened to him talk about how he was running and, and his wife was upset because I forget how long this race was. It was really, really long, so much so that he just damaged his body because um things was his feet was ripping up and sores and you often hear that when people run marathons, right? You often hear that when people run marathons. I have a really um close friend that I've known for twenty years and she's twenty years older than me about that. 16 years older than me, and she'd run um, marathons, and she'd tell me at the end, and she has a picture on Facebook where she grabbed hands with all of her girls because they do uh, black girls' runs, and they would lock arms with each other, and it's one of the greatest pictures and how the people cheered them on. Thank you, Jesus. How they cheered them on because they locked arms at the end because they made a commitment to finish that race together. And when I even did that illustration, it's a commitment that we should do as friends, as prayer partners, as small groups, whatever your community, your your biblical, biblical community is, that we should be able to lock arms and run this thing, right? And I also think about... Um, partnerships and people you pray with and friendships that you have to have these conversations with people where you're just like, come on, we're going to run and I'm not going to leave you behind and we're going to keep on going and don't give up and don't give up and don't give up, right? Because you have these people that are like, don't give up, you know, don't back down, don't cower down, that we just want to keep on going and we want to keep on running. And the word in that is endurance. The Lord just is like, run, run this morning, and I'm praying to him, like, okay, what are you talking to me about running? Like running, right? Because running sometimes is so hard, you're out of breath. And I know it because I'm out here sometimes, and I'm, you know, couch to 5K, and some of us are not runners, we're walkers, and it's interesting because we just did that Bible study about steadfast love, and I, I tried to say every week that I came into that Bible study Sprinting, right? And I, I haven't sprinted since high school. And then, you know, sometimes I'm out here jogging, and sometimes I just walk fast. And my cousin sometimes says she's a runner, and she would say, "As fast as you walk, you should just run." And and but I'm running, and I'm keeping my pace, right? I got my pace, and my pace is is set. So I want to give you a scripture today. It's about the call. It's a call to endurance. And this is therefore it's Hebrews one, and we're going to go Hebrews one and two, amen. And it says, a call to endurance. Therefore, since we also have such a large cloud of witnesses surrounding us, let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily ensnares us. Let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that lay before him endured a cross and despised the shame and has sat down at the right hand of God's throne. Amen. Um I'm gonna let me let me read a little bit more in it, but i want to stay right here. Um for consider I'm gonna go to three. For consider him who endured such hostility from sinners against himself, so that you won't grow weary and lose heart in struggling against sin. You have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood, and you have forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons. And then it says, my son, do not take the Lord's discipline lightly or faint when you are reproved by him, but the Lord disciplines the one he loves, and he punishes every son he receives. Endure suffering as a discipline. God is dealing with you as sons, For what son is there that a father does not discipline. But if you are without discipline, which all receive, then you are um, illegitimate children, amen, and not sons. Furthermore, we had natural fathers discipline us, and we disciplined them. Shouldn't we submit even more to the Father of spirits and live? Amen. So I went over to the ninth verse, gosh, that spoke to me. And I, I believe the Lord wanted to give me that because it's an area and I wasn't going to go here that I struggled with growing up. I believe the Lord gave me this um, revelation this year again about I simply love her. And I thought that when I started I simply love her, it was about self-confidence and self-love and self-esteem, which it still is. But as I was sitting here this year working at home in a quiet place, the Lord pulled me apart and said, listen, uh, your relationship, your relationship, our relationships with our Father, if we don't take discipline with them, that you have to get to a place that if women, children, if your relationship with your Father is scarred and your relationship with the Father whom loves us so much, it has issues. And so that we're all running from God because we don't know him. We all are upset with God because he's disciplining us for the very good of what we need to do out here that he's called us to do and so we're disappointed with God and we're running from him and so we don't know God because we're running from him and maybe God wanted to go that way with the running but I thank God today that he gave us the scripture today I'm going to stay in 12 go down to that four um, the two and just stay there but just know that the Lord loves us so much and when we talk about that steadfast love sometimes that steadfast love steadfast love looks like discipline, that he's disciplined. It says, my son, do not take the Lord's discipline lightly or faint when you are reproved by him, for the Lord disciplines the one he loves and punishes every son he receives. And that is uh, five and six. But I want to go for, therefore, since we also have such a large crowd of witnesses surrounding us, there's always people watching us. And I heard that version somewhere else. It's about the people that have gone ahead of us. The great cloud of witnesses, because one version says the great cloud of witnesses. I heard that version that says the people that have gone ahead of us is they're there they cheering us on. Um, let us lay aside every weight and sin that so easily ensnares us. Every weight and sin, well, sin is the stuff that satisfies this insatiable need that is inside of us, right? this thing that's inside of us that's sin, but then you have weight, and when I was growing up, I was like, well, what is weight, and weight is these little, these these things, it, you know, because the sin, does it say that smoking is a sin, it's some sin that it doesn't lay out, but there's these these um, these weights, and then when I went to Ohio, it was these pet sins, and I went up to the lady, and I said, listen, can I ask you a question, can you talk to me, what is pet sin, so you have pet sins that I never even heard of, you have, Wait, and then you have sins that easily um, bes- ensnare us, right, or it says beset us in one version. But it says, let us run with endurance the race that lies before us, keeping our eyes on Jesus. What effort does that take to every day that says, okay, Jesus. So then you, would, you literally would be praying all day, Jesus, you know, okay, Jesus, okay, Jesus. Because I need to keep my eyes on him in every situation, keeping our eyes on Jesus, the source. He's the source and perfecter of our faith, who for the holy joy that lay before him, he endured the cross and despised the shame. I always think about that when I'm going through some difficult stuff. And I remember a, a previous mentor said to me, can you not take the shame that the Lord got up there and, and got on the cross? and endured that shame, and you believe that you think that you couldn't take some shame. And I've, I had a, a reality check. I'm like, okay, it's such, because it's such a shameful act to get on the cross and knowing that he had the power and he didn't have to walk through it, and he did that for us. And so endured the cross and despised the shame and has sat down at the right hand of God's throne. And that is our assignment, that is our goal to sit at the right hand of God. The it talking about Titus. service is "Sitting at the right hand of God." That is our goal. So that we have uh, this call to endurance, running. Don't know if you're a runner. I just was watching the movie. He said, "I had to go buy. I had to go buy her a pair of sneakers." I went to go buy her a pair of sneakers, and I was thinking to myself, "She's a runner," and it's nothing like getting a brand new pair of sneakers. I got a brand new. They're not. I've, I've worn them a couple times but they still have that fresh, the kids say, that fresh white look to them. You know when you get a fresh pair of sneakers that you should think about your walk every day, even if your sneakers are tattered, that we walk and we run and we keep the endurance, that we run. And believe me, when we talked about steadfast love, there was times that you're not so eager to get in your words. And so we describe it as today I may be sprinting. I'm so excited and I'm going and I'm running and I'm and um uh, my son sometimes he just gets on my nerves because he doesn't wanna walk with me. He's a runner. He ran um track in school and I'm like, Come on, you know, walk with me and I'll run a little bit and he's like, Mom, I'm like you're still walking <laughs> and and what kind of nonsense is that? I need to tell him. Because I'm your mother, and it's such an, uh, a, a joy to be able to still walk with your mother. But anyway, I'll get with him. But he's a runner, and so he's out there sprinting, and he's got his music, and he goes. But when I get in my zone, I'm a jogger, but I'm a fast walker. And so sometimes we're going through different things, but we got to keep that endurance up. And sometimes we're just strolling in. Sometimes we may be on turtle time, but that we remember to keep our eyes fixed on Jesus because it says he's the source, the source and perfecter of our faith, who is the joy that lay before him and endured the cross and despised the shame. And and now He sits at the, the right hand of the Father. i want to give you the word endurance. Um, it, it ascribes to this word and it's hupomonos, uh, and it means steadfastness. So we go back again to that word, that steadfastness, to, to keep in there, to keep on going. It says, a large cloud of witnesses um, is the source of, of um, the word, right? It could mean martyr, but it includes the heroes of the faith, identifying Chapter 11. So that was my version that I heard, the heroes of faith. That's the Abrahams and and. Uh, Joseph, the great cloud of witnesses, I believe it's the people that have gone, uh, gone ahead of you that have already left this world in transition. I think about my uncle that just passed, and, and when I heard it, he just had transitioned. And I was like, I could see him saying, go ahead, Rhonda. I can even hear him. Go ahead, Rhonda. Go ahead. Keep on going because this thing is so worth it, and on the other side is such a miracle and abundance, and, and they're able to sit with the the, the right hand of the Father. So I wanted to give you um, three things, right, for believers who run with endurance, right? Um, you must take three actions, and the first, they must find encouragement, inspiration in the examples of the champions of faith. So that's around you, these examples, these people that are running, Sometimes you can't get with somebody, you know, when, when you're out there running and you have somebody that is going behind, but then you're like, I'm going to finish this thing, so let me get up. And you might be the third person, the person in the middle, you got to run up a little bit and, and go with that person and say, listen, come on, help me. And, and I remember when we was out there running, we were getting these conversations and we say, well, come on, you keep on going. And we talk about something that would get our mind off of the running and keep on going. So get around some people that will help you to encourage you to keep on going, amen? And then the second thing is they must lay aside every weight and the sin that so easily ensnares them. And you think about your sin, skillfully or effectively as surrounding, besetting, easily, encompassing, conveys the idea of taking off a long, heavy robe that would prevent running. In the same way, believers must remove everything, especially sin, that would hinder them from running with endurance. So you think about a robe, a robe is really heavy, and if you think about theater robes and um, playing kingdom assignments and those robes that they had to carry, you know, um, a (laughs) crown, a crown buff, and with my other show, Rain, and all of the garments that they had to wear in the courtyard, and those robes, the robes that you put on, that you would have to take off those robes. And so when you think about, as you walk away from this prayer call today, those sin, the sins because they weigh you down. Thank you, Jesus, right? That robe weighs you down. And then when you start to take off these garments, not taking off your armor, but taking off these robes, that you you have that endurance that you're able to run, right? And so it says, um, keep them from running with endurance. And the author does not uh, visualize a short sprint, but a long distance race requiring determined persistence to continue to finish. Finally, and this is the third thing, so it three things. So I'm going to go back and just um, give you, you, ha- you must get around people that encourage you, right, to keep you to go on and, and to encourage you and in- give you inspiration in the examples of the champions of faith. And second, they must lay aside every weight and the sin that ensnares them. And we talked about the rogue. And then thirdly, because the third one is just the, the, um, the cherry on top of the ice cream, finally, believers must keep their eyes on jesus and that goes over the hebrews we did hebrews twelve one. we ran we read all the way down to um eight we did but the the main scriptures for this prayer call today is hebrews twelve one and 2 and in 2 it says keeping your eyes on jesus the source and perfecter of our faith for who for the joy that lay before him. There's joy that lay before him. Even though he endured the cross, there was joy. I believe he's like, there's joy in this. Even when you watch the Passion of Christ, and and he never so much whimpered. I watched the movie so many times, and they beat him, and they tore up his skin, and there's so much breakdown about what happened to Jesus. Even in that, who for the joy that lay before him endured a cross, and despised the shame and has sat down at the right hand of God's throne. That just um, brings tears to my eyes because there's joy even in our suffering when you read that, right? There's joy even though it says, for the joy that lay before him, endured the cross and despised the shame. And so there's some things that we're going to go through that we have to remember that there's going to be joy somewhere on the other side. You may not see it right now, but that we have to endure even our crosses and the shame and all of this stuff, the guilt that comes along with it. But remember that we get around these people that can encourage us, encourage us like the champion of faith and that, um, we take off every sin that easily besets us, and then we keep our eyes, most important, on Jesus. And I don't know how you do that every day. Every day we keep our eyes on Jesus, and and it is getting in the word of God. It is getting in prayer. It is getting around people. It is um, getting text messages. Thank God for sometimes texts drive you crazy, and sometimes you get these text messages that somebody sends you these encouraging words. I have a friend that I go to church with, and sometimes she will give me a word at just right time, and it is a prophetic word because she has no idea what I'm going through and just send it to me. I have another lady that has been on this prayer call and we have not met, but in the spirit, she always knows when I'm going through something. So it's people, champions that can inspire you and encourage you that when you get weary and well-doing, when you don't want to run the word. That God said this morning it was just one that we had to endurance, a call to endurance. The word says in Hebrews 12, in, in that whole chapter, basically, it's a call to endurance. And sometimes we're not going to want to run. And sometimes we're not going to want to get in our word. And sometimes it's hard to even get in prayer. Sometimes it's so hard for whatever you have going on in your life, but that we keep on running because there's such a, a a gift waiting for us on the other side. I remember that song. We used to tear it up. It's Seated, <laughs> seated on the Right Hand of God by Ty Gerbitt. We used to play that song over and over again. And that is the goal, that we want to sit on the right hand of God and and for God to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. And so I gave you some things to think about. Sin is um, that insatiable, not insatiable, um, satisfies I had it, and then it's in my notes from Ohio. Play when we play it back, and and uh, you'll hear it that I said it. But sins, those sins that easily beset us, because it was a, an acronym that I had gave, and I don't remember it exactly. And then uh, the weight, right? Those easy, those sins and weight that easily besets us, and you have to figure out what your weights are. And then uh, this other word that I with pet sins and she said those things that people just don't know about these things that you have going on and there's these like these sins that you don't know about um that people just don't know about you that you're just dealing with you have to ask god and ask god to reveal what those pet sins are what are your sins you know and that's even getting in front of god and saying god what is the things that are you know holding me back if i can give you and i think i said it last week the lord gave me that scripture psalms 119 in 105, where it says, um, your word is a lamp upon my feet and a light upon my path. And I sat there and I said, Lord, today, let's work this thing out, that if the word is a lamp upon my feet, well, my feet is the direction in which it takes me everywhere that I go, not just my cars, but my feet. Back in the day before there were cars, your feet, your feet take you. My feet took me out of my house to the car that I'm sitting in, my feet. So if the word is a lamp upon my feet, then my feet take me where I go, right? So God, help me to wherever my feet are going to to help me specifically pull out the word that you want to apply to my feet, my direction in which I'm going. And then it says the light upon my path. Well, path to me is my destiny. So help me, Lord, to apply the word that you have specifically for my feet to get me to my destiny. That's how I on this scripture this week. And sometimes it takes um some some igniting. Like I felt like when I came back from Ohio I was bubbling over with that experience. And because I got around some people that just helped me know that God has some things for me to do and, and this was the next phase of education and learning. And what God has for you. So sometimes you just gotta get around some people that will just ignite that fire because your fire it gets low sometimes. You know how like you got the embers and it's like you got to go throw some more stuff in there to uh, light it up some more because you'll lose heat in the situation? And so sometimes you have to get around those people. I want to give you uh, amen, amen. I want to give you, I just got a text message. I want to give you something that the Lord has been speaking to me about. And I've been saying, God, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then... You have to laugh. You to have to laugh because I, that's how I am like. What are we talking about here? And um, thank you, Lord God. I thank you. You have no idea. I get so excited, and I and I tell my daughter laughs at me. I said the awe of God is how He speaks to me, and then I get the revelation behind it, and then I'm like, oh, that's what you were talking about, and then it brings just tears to my eyes, and um. I don't know if Prophet is on doing the phone, but she's one person that I shared this with. And so here is the download this morning of what I got from this thing, right? And I'm going to give it to you all, so hold on because this is, I, I think it's good. Amen. Um, So the Lord has been speaking to me about um, honors, right? You know, when you graduate from college. And people graduate valedictorian and um, summa cum laude and magna cum laude, right? And so I didn't have any of those experiences, right? But the Lord is speaking to me in Latin, right? (laughs) And um, I heard him say, I want to say about a week or so ago, summa cum laude. And I'm like, okay. Like, my son is in college right now. What are we talking about? (laughs) And then. This morning before the prayer call, I hear him say magna cum laude. I'm like, okay, we're right back there. What are we talking about? I'm like, I'm not in school right now. I am in school. Yes, I am in the in this, um, school of the Holy Spirit right now, letting God direct me. And I am in um, Bible Training Center just recently, but I wasn't there when he gave me the summa cum laude, but I'm in Old Testament survey. But I want to give you what um, the Lord has given me, and then we'll go into prayer. Amen. Cum Laude, right? Is this this meaning? And and um, I think I think what I said about getting around to people that will ignite your fire, um, some education that'll take you to the next place so that you can run with endurance. I think this segues right into um, this right here that God gave me, and so I was like, this is wonderful and perfect because He does everything perfect. Cum Laude. Latin, right, it means, the meaning of it is with praise or honor, right? I love that. And then magnum cum laude, which you gave me this morning, it says with great honor. And then summa cum laude means with the highest honor. And so I want to say today before we go into prayer, just remember that last, was it last week or um I brought out the scripture about First Peter where it says that we go through these these things, right, and it says we, so God can give you genuine faith so that it can bring forth. I'm going to give it to you because I had to highlight it. It's First uh, Peter, and it's uh, the first chapter, and it's the sixth verse. You rejoice in this, though now for a short time you have had to struggle in various trials. So that the genuineness of your faith, more valuable than gold, which perishes through refined through though refined by fire, here it is, may result in praise, glory, and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ. And I hold on to that because it says genuineness of faith, and the result is in praise, glory, and honor in the revelation of Jesus. So when I go to cum laude, it says with praise, right? And when I go to Magnum Cum Laude, it says, with great honor. And then when I go to Summa Cum Laude, it says, and with the highest honor. And so I hope that you walk away today, and then there's even another one. There's a rare, rarely used distinction, if you didn't notice, Maxima Cum Laude. And it says, with very great honor. It is my honor today to come before you and um, where God is with us from right the endurance of this prayer call, the endurance of getting up every Saturday morning. Sometimes we miss it at seven o'clock in the morning. It is my honor, my great honor with praise to come before you today and give you this prayer call. It is my great honor to talk to God and whatever He asks me to do, that we stay in that place that it is with honor, right? It is with great privilege. It is with Praise, and that we should come before God with cum laude, giving Him praise with praise, right? And then it is another, another level where it says with great honor, and then this is with the highest honor that we have the highest honor and privilege to go before God, right? Even in prayer, and then there's another one. I didn't even see this one. I missed it before the maximum one. It says a great. I'm not going to pronounce it. A great. Egregia cum laude, with outstanding honor. And so today, look at all that good stuff you just got, and that's just from distinctions in college. But it's where we should stand with honor, with great honor, with the highest honor, with praise that we go before God today in prayer, thanking him for this day that we've never seen before. So, God, today, we thank you, God. Oh, my goodness. We thank you, God, today for waking us up this morning, Lord God, and thanking you for, God, this day that we've never seen before. God, oh, God, we thank you. Yes, Lord God, we thank you that we just got up this morning fervent and on And on fire, like, God, you gave us some dreams, and we're trying to figure those things out. But we ask you this morning, God, what is it that you desire to say through us, Lord God? And you just kept saying over and over, run, run. Well and so God, we thank you that we want to lay down every sin and every weight that so easily besets us. It's stuff that easily besets us, and your word says it. It's some stuff that's just so easy that we just let in, and we just let in our floodgates. I mean, our eye gates and our ear gates. God, today we come before you, repentant, Lord God, putting all those things before you, not even knowing, Lord God, that some of us are dealing with some these sins. Lord God, that they, we don't even realize that there's sin—that we're desensitized, and we're watching TV, and we have people around us, and we just think that some things are okay, and it just wasn't okay before. We even look back over time when we grew up and just how things have changed. And Lord God, we just bring before you this sin that so easily possesses this sin is that that stuff inside that, that insatiable need, right, that stuff that satisfies, there it is, that acronym, that satisfies that insatiable need, that void, that hole, that, that thing inside of us. And, and you told us that we have these God holes, Lord God, that you're supposed to fill them, and we keep filling them with stuff that doesn't even matter, Lord God, that every day you gave them manna. And so, God, every day we need to come before you, Lord God, saying, God, give us the manna that we need for today. Give us our daily bread, Lord God, so that we can go and walk this thing out, Lord God. Keep our heads above water and the stuff that we're going through, Lord God, that there's these trials that we're going to go through. But this is your word says that there was joy before him, even though he had to endure the shame, Lord God, for the cross so that he could sit on the the right hand of God's throne. And today, today, God, we just lay everything in front of you today, God. You don't have to, whomever's on the prayer call, Call out yourself, Lord God, but that we just say that you would take this moment, that you would go before God and that thing that you've been struggling with, whether it's pornography or just wrong thinking or lying or, you know, um, stuff that you're dealing with, taxes or um, just anything, you know, look, fornication, masturbation, whatever it is, that we put all of those things on the table today, not ashamed, not afraid. No judgment, that you bring you bring them to God today and that you ask God, God help me. Help me whatever that is that, that is empty, that, that that space, that foul space, that, that space that still desires, that doesn't want to have more of you, but still wants to have more of Whatever that is, that you fill that space. and we come before you today, God, boldly demanding, Lord God, that you would be our very present help in the time of this trouble. That that's what this thing is, Lord God, that it is it is um keeping me from you, Lord God, keeping us from our destiny, God, keeping us from even um covenant and very present relationships with our kids that we hide and that they don't know, and that there's family members that they don't even know what's going on, that we have these sins that easily beset us. And so today, Lord God, we walk those things over to you today, God. We ask you, Lord God, to help us to take off that robe, that heaviness, because we can't run. We can't run with this heaviness of stuff that's still on us from long time ago it seems like it's just our way of life. It seems like um, that we just want to keep, you know, using foul language, Lord God. And you said that blessings and curses do not come out of the same mouth. And so today, God, we bring all of those things before you today. God, that we recommit our lives to you once more, Lord God, asking you that you would be the father of our faith, Lord God, and you would meet us there. And, Lord God, that you would help us, Lord God, in all things, Lord God, because we know that you are such a great, great God, we thank you today, Lord God, for this work, Lord God. We thank you for your people. Maybe they're here today, Lord God, and they're bringing you their sins, Lord God. And I know it may even be hard to even deal with it. That sometimes we are so sinful. We're like, I can't even, I can't even think about this. I can't even talk to you, God, about this stuff. But I want to just change, and I just don't know how to do it, that we come today and bring that before you today, God, even on a prayer call. Lord God, that right now we're in a digital age, Lord God, that we have this ability to still talk to you and be amongst a community of people that still believe and hold us up in prayer. And so, Lord God, we just ask you today to help us run this race like never before, that spiritually, that we are inclined to think about our sneakers, even if they're old, that they're still running. And we can spiritually think about, let's get some new sneakers. God, give us our new sneakers that we can continue to run and run this race. Or so, God, that our bodies may be tired, but. Spiritually, God, you would give us the endurance that we need to keep on going. And, God, we so thank you for today, God. We ask you today to cover us, cover our families, cover our households like never before. As we walk out of our houses today, some of us are still in the house, Lord God, that we ask you to keep us covered, Lord God, today. Protect us, God. Send our angels that they would encamp us as we go out, Lord God. Keep our minds clean and perfect Lord God in front of you, Lord God, that we keep our minds on you, God, that we don't grumble and complain, Lord God. That we trust you with everything. And Lord God, we ask you today for this special prayer, Lord God, change our mindset, Lord God. That our minds be in you that's also in Christ, Lord Jesus. That there's so much that we have learned and taken on from long time ago that you would bring us into such a uh, a new place, Lord God, a new place of mind thinking, Lord God, and so we thank you for that today, Lord God, that we don't be ashamed, that we're not ashamed of whatever we have going on, that we bring all of those things in front of you today, and God, we so thank you today for your praise, and we praise you today for the for the knowing of the um, distinctions of the college hierarchy, Lord God, that we can apply that to our lives, Lord God, that with praise and with the highest praise and with the highest glory, Lord, I mean, honor, Lord God, and with great honor, Lord God, and with, great, with outstanding honor. All that we bring to you today, Lord God, we honor you today, God. Not even knowing sometimes what honor is, but let us know what it is and take that time to look that word up and just come before you. Be so honored. We, we cherish you. We don't take you for granted, Lord God, that we know that you're there, Lord God, and we're walking in this place of knowing that we serve a true and mighty God and that we honor you let us give our lives over to you and honor you and do the things that honor you lord god and as you spoke about discipline lord god those things even in discipline, lord god in discipleship there's some things that we're going to have to change in our lives to honor you and so help us to know what those things are today god and it will be uncomfortable It will be so uncomfortable to come out of our old ways into new ways. But once we look up and we realize that we're in this new place, Lord God, that you would tear some of those things down, Lord God. And every time we make place, yes, God, every time we make place for new, every time we make space for getting rid of old stuff, Lord God, that we give it back to you and you would fill it up with the new thing that you have it We know that any time that we get rid of clothes and we start purging our house, then here's someone that says, listen, I, I want to be a blessing to you, and I want to give you this, and it's right at the right time when we need it. And so, God, help us to think about those times and get rid of some of the things that easily besets us, that easily ensnares us, and that we walk out this thing. Lord God, it says that there's a camp of witnesses around us, God. There's always people watching us. And, Lord God, let us keep on running. That's all I can say is, God, let us just keep on running. We so thank you today, God, for the word run, that we would run, Lord God, and that you would give us the air that we need. Yes, God, you would give us the air that we need. Thank you, God, in our lungs. We kind of both it, God, that we would keep running, Lord God, and even if we got tired, Lord God, that we would take the moment to sit down, but that we wouldn't stay that long, that we would keep on running, Lord God, and that we would keep our pace. Yes, Lord, and that we would look at it and, and get focused, Lord, God, and keep our focus, Lord, God, and keep our pace, Lord, God, and that word steadfastness, that we would get our minds right, Lord, God, and we would clear the clutter, and, Lord, and get our minds on you. And so we feel, so thank you today, God, God, that you are married to the sinner, Lord, God. God, you are married to the backslider, Lord God, and we so thank you for that today, God. Thank you for pulling us out of dirty places, Lord God. God, whomever is on this call, you may have pulled us out of a crack house, God, and you may have taken us off of drugs that we never thought that we could come out of, Lord God, and you may have taken us out of relationships, Lord God, that we thought we could never come out of, Lord God, and we may have been in just... Um, promiscuity, Lord God, in places that we never thought that we would come out of. Yes, God. But we so thank you today, God, that you have a plan so perfect for us today, and we honor you for that today. God, thank you. We say thank you, Lord God, for just having us on your mind that you perfect everything, Lord God, in your time. God, we give you today like never before. We give you our hands even as we're in our beds and that we lift our hands up in praise. God, we so honor you, God, and we worship you, Lord God. Like never before, Lord God, we want to put our all into our walk with you, Lord God. Your word talks about and that's like a father. Help us, Lord God, to know that you love us like never before. And there's such a great thing that you want and desire for us today. God, you put those desires in our heart, Lord God. And as I walked in the bathroom this morning, I said these words, God, let us hide the word in our heart. Yes, God, so that we may not sin against thee. God, let them know that word today that they would grab onto that psalms, so that we hide the word in our hearts so that we may not sin against thee. That is going to take such effort to get in this word and dig in and go in, Lord God. But we are so committed, Lord God, that we want to change. God, we want to transform it so that even when we look in the mirror, we don't even recognize the person on the other side. And so God, we ask you just to bless our day bless all of our transactions, God, business and otherwise, outside going and talking to our communities as we're out, going to the grocery store, taking care of our families, that you are invited into our day, that we walk with you and we talk with you, Lord God, and that we don't abstract you like you're not part of our everyday, Lord God, that we invite you into our space. And God, we ask you just to cover us like never before. Lord God, we missed it. And we didn't pray for Puerto Rico, Lord God. We pray for every, we pray for Houston, Lord God, but we pray for Puerto Rico, Lord God, and we ask you, Lord God, to send the resources and to just turn that situation around, Lord God, that we know that in this and all these hurricanes and, and all that is going on, that there is such revelation, Lord God, that we need to see those um, divine connections that you have going on, Lord God, and there's resources and there's, some things that need to go on in some places, Lord God, so we ask you, Lord God, to be with them today, that you don't leave them out, Lord God, that you send the people to help, Lord God, that you send us as prayer warriors to get on the wall and pray for them and to stand in the gap, and Lord God, and to continue to keep on praying for them, and not just Puerto Rico, Lord God, but that we stay on the wall and pray for many people, God, because we are in perilous times, Lord God, and there's so much going on today. And so, God, we give you this day, Lord God, we give you this day that we walk out with it, walk with you, and, Lord God, and we keep our minds on you, Lord God, and we thank you for your word today, God. Thank you for meeting us one more time to simply pray, Lord God. We honor you like never before because we have this Latin revelation where, God, the greatest honor and the outstanding honor. And we so love you for that, for just speaking to us in a place that we can so comprehend it. Let us get to know you like never before, that you would be the father, the father of our faith. It's such these relationships with our father, God, that we don't know you. We don't know that you're an Abba, Father, and a loving Father. Lord, God, you're even a, a Father that's a friend. And so we invite you, invite you into every situation. That's all I keep We invite you. God, that means that when you walk over our threshold of our houses, we invite you in. Yes, we invite you in. And so these houses that we stand in every day, these bodies, God, we invite you. You are welcome into this place that's known that we sing. You are so welcome into this place these vessels. Lord God and we desire to be with you every day of our lives. And so we thank you for this prayer, Lord God, that we ask you to do with it that what you what what you shall do with it, Lord God, that it not fall on foul ground, Lord God, on shallow ground, Lord God, that be seeds Yes, God, that we're sowing even in this season, even in September, Lord God, even in the Jewish New Year, Lord God, that this is why we feel new because it is the Jewish New Year and it's Yom Kippur, Lord God, and we go into a place of forgiveness and and repentance, Lord God, and we just ask you, Lord God, that you take us into places that we've never seen before. The words you gave us the other day in Isaiah that you would open up doors that no man can open and close no doors that and and you know what we're saying. And so God, we just thank you for that today. We thank you for this prayer. We humbly, we humbly come before you, surrendering all of our prayers and we thank you. And we request all of these things. In Jesus' precious name we pray. Amen. Amen and amen. We say thank you so much for joining us this morning and we simply pray. Hopefully you are blessed. The scriptures are Hebrews twelve, one through Two, but you can go all the way down to I believe. Just read the whole chapter; it's a good chapter. But I believe we went down to eight um, or nine. Um, if you play back the recording, we'll put it up in assembly. Pray, uh, e-group. Remember to be blessed. Have an awesome time today. Um, we won't be having the Bible study. We ended it. We have to announce our winners, but there's this great thing that I want to get, and so I haven't announced it yet. Excuse me, but I know who um, the winner is. And so we'll be announcing it soon. And October 16th, we start our new Bible study. I believe it's A Woman Who Won't Quit by Nicole Kozar. And I believe that we're going to have an awesome time. And I'm companioning that Bible study with another book by Diane Mix. And so we are going to get into it. And look at the timing of that. We talked about running today and um, getting around people and helping us to run. And so now we're, go- we're going to Bible study October 16th about not quitting. And not quitting is just not running. You can't quit the run. Even if you walk over the finish line, you still finish the race, right? And so we want to finish the race. And so we just so thank God for you joining us today on the prayer call. As we always say, be fit and be blessed. Amen.